Welcome to On The Fly, the fly fishing podcast for people on the fly, with Ben and Steve from Meander Flyco. We're going to share some anecdotes, chat to other passionate fishers, and share some tips and techniques, because there's always something to learn in this game. Basically, we want to keep you connected to your passion when you can't be out on the water. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast or check out our store or our socials at Meander Flyco, where we're passionate about equipping you for adventure. Welcome to On The Fly. Why are you pointing at me, Steve? Oh, that was just the universal sign for you start. Oh. And you didn't. And then you started. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We've got, uh, welcome to On The Fly. We've got Ben and Steve here as normal. We've got, we've got our mate Dave with us today. Uh, we've affectionately referred to him as Dave from the dark side. We do. And uh, how you going, Dave? Good, thank you. Welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> we've been fishing for Dave for... With Dave, we, we, have, we have been fishing for Dave to get him to try to fish <laughs> fly. For, so, yeah, a number of years. Yeah, fishing with Dave for probably, jeez, oh, yeah, fifteen maybe. Yeah, nearly. Yeah, uh, and then um, fishing for yeah. Dave to get into fly fishing for at least three or four, and he's been a resistant, a resistant uh, fisherman. I think we should unpack that a little bit, Dave. What is it about fly fishing that you were so resistant about? Oh, it's more. I guess I grew up fishing little creeks, um, just sort of grass banks, boulder streams, stuff like that, and used to use a lot of bait, unweighted bait, and then lures, and just continued on from that. And then the times that I've been fishing with you guys, and you guys have been fly fishing, I've noticed that, well, particularly early on, you guys were spending a lot of time untangling lines and pulling things out of trees and stuff like that, and I was casting a lot more regularly and catching a lot more fish. Catching a lot more fish, it has to be said. It's true. So I will I will acknowledge that no matter where we are, you usually catch more fish than, than I do, no matter what they are. <laughs> and um, often come home and, and, and I'll say to my watchers, how many did you get? And I'll say, oh, I got two. What about Dave? Oh, he got 17. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Oh, I don't know. He just... Uh, it's a numbers game. It's, it's all it is at that stage, a numbers game. Yeah. I'll untie tangles and he's got his lure in the water. That's right. For 20 times as much time as I do. So, yeah. And, uh, well, we, we took a recent trip, um, just last week actually, a sneaky trip down to uh, the Snowies. Yeah, um, Dave and Ben and I, and, my, and actually my younger brother, Garen, who's not with us on the pod at the moment, and probably because I can't stomach how much he would, he would uh, rip into me <laughs> on the air, so I um, didn't invite him. But, um, we had a great trip, or as always, with plenty of laughs, laughs, a heap of fish, and um, some sore legs at the end of it. We, early mornings. Early yeah. mornings. Always, whenever we go fishing, it's always an early morning. Yep. So Dave, Dave picked you up at about half three, wasn't it? Yep, half three. My place about quarter to four, and then we just scooted down to Adaminaby. Mm. And uh, we were down, I think we got there at about... We would have been on the water by nine. By nine. Yeah. We were yep. on the water by nine, and we... we um, we plan to fish the, the Ukonbeen the first day and then sort of leave the second day a little bit up in the air as to what, you know, how the first day went. And we usually like to make a plan on the run. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we got down the river about nine and... We saw some good fish that day, first day. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. So we fished we fished the Ukonbeen not far from Denison. And, um, and we... 
we were we were wondering how it was going to be because it was just after the Easter long weekend, wasn't it? Mm. And we thought, is it going to be packed still? They're going to be all those residual residual fishermen from the um, Easter long weekend, but it was pretty quiet. So we had a plan. I remember we had a pretty clear plan that we would get to the river, walk into the river, and <laughs> walk upstream a k or two. Yeah, get away. To get from away the from everyone. Yeah, yeah. And then that that's when we would start fishing. Well, when we hit the river, Ben went one way, <laughs> Garen went the other. Dave just looking at me. I'm looking at him. Yeah. Well, well, might as well have a flick here while while Ben's casting down there. <laughs> and then we worked up. It would have been three hours before Dave said, "Let's scoot up a bit more." Yeah. And I said, "Have you seen Ben?" <laughs> well, I thought we were, I thought we were in this together. I never like to leave a man behind. And uh, and yeah, Dave had to go back looking back. for him, thinking yeah. he's broken his leg. Uh, but no, he was just on to fish. Yeah, I was, I was getting a few. It was nice. It was good. Um, I sort of just found a nice little pool to start off with. And I, I just find it really hard to skip water when there's good water in front of you. So I just started fishing and hitting the fish pretty quickly, um, mostly on the nymph. And I got one to come up and take a dry. And then, you know, you sort of just get into a rhythm and time goes out the window. That's one thing I love is, and I don't know, maybe a couple of hours later, Dave comes down and goes, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever to the plan. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. must admit, on that first day, I was still using lures. You I had uh, signed on, and I was going to show you guys up and uh, catch a lot of fish. Mm. And I actually didn't land a single fish that day. You got plenty on the on the nymph. Yeah, on the nymphs, and uh, I had sort of planned to do a full day fly fishing the following day. Yep. So, yeah. Was, didn't you catch any that first day? Didn't catch one. I, I thought you swapped over the fly at the end and caught some. Uh, oh, did I get my first one on that first Yeah, day? you did. Oh, you did. Oh, that's... got a photo, actually. You did. It was, it was the end of the day. I got so sick of catching nothing, so, and I'd seen you guys catch fish. I thought, all right, I'm going to give this a crack. So the tables have turned. That's what you say. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We play a long game. We do. <laughs> we do. And uh, Dave, we, we always ask our guests, though, you brought it up, so I'm going to ask you. Um, tell us about your first fish on the fly. I know you've got memories... Of the past, but yeah, I'm going to go with the original, uh, or the yes, the, the the one I can remember anyway. Um, yeah, so we'd been fishing all day. I'd been fishing lures and seen some really good fish actually, but nothing really interested in lures. Um, there was a lot of hoppers around, and uh, yeah. I think I, I think I gave you a gentle nudge and said, "Do you want to fish my dry rod?" Yeah, you had. Two <laughs> I had rods. two. I was carrying yeah, two right. with me. Yeah, so I gave. All right, begrudgingly, because you don't want to be wrong, and you don't want to have to give in to the dark side, as they say, or the light side, whichever way it is. No, it's the lot. You came to the dark side, <laughs> <laughs> and we're welcome to the light side. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, and you gave me a dry, dry dropper. Is that what you call it? A dry dropper. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, you're fishing a fairly buoyant dry on top. and oh, you, It was this weird, bright orange, weird-looking, wacky thing sticking on the top that floated on the river. It was, a, it was an easy tie foam hopper, but yeah. you gave it a different name. You called it many things, but... Well, am I allowed to tell you what I first called it? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, the, the, uh, the happy hopper. The happy the, hopper. Yes. Yeah, it looked a little um, unusual. Anyway... I was dubious about this particular thing because it looked like a bit of foam and some whatever sticking off it. Those rubber legs, by the way, I've got to say, so you can buy rubber legs, yeah. but they weren't. I just pulled some elastic out of an hockey strap because <laughs> I didn't have any rubber legs tied <laughs> in. Well, because I was wondering how you got the bends in them. 
Yeah, like, just tie them like, like cricket legs. Yeah. And you just tie them in a knot or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And then you just tie them on to yeah. the front. To so the lucky for me, uh, there was a heap of hoppers around. So it was just... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I actually saw fish come up and bump that pretty much straight away. And... And they were good fish, weren't they? They were good fish. Yes. Yeah. I dropped one. And then the one that I caught, unfortunately, was on the nymph underneath, which was a tiny little brown, about five centimetres long. But It reminded me of Steve's first fish <laughs> fly, actually, which we've already been through with the podcast, but it was probably about... There's nothing wrong with that. 12 centimetres? You've got to start somewhere. It's only up from there. <clears throat> it was... It was, And look, there was plenty of those fish in this... We've, I've been catching heaps of those fish down in the UK, mm. but I've been two trips in the last month getting heaps of those fingling-sized ones. But you, you, you're on the board, though. Yes. And did it... Board make you want to fish fly more uh yeah well i'd committed to the full day the next day fly fishing so i left the i left the creek rod in the car yeah. and that was a big step for me to see that <laughs> <It was. laughs> i thought he's not even i said to garen i said let's see what dave does this morning if he carries that spinner rod in then then i'm not sure we've got him but if he oh, doesn't even take it yeah. and he walked up the the road and went, <clears> i just went he hasn't got it he has not even got it and it was a 2k walk from the car to the river so there was no going back no, for it. no he was committed committed yeah but we yeah that was the same plan we we're going to walk in a fair way get up the river a bit from where people can fish and start fishing there but same thing happened as soon as ben gets in he's <laughs> was, straight to the first it was actually hole. steve the next day was steve <laughs> i did i said to you quietly Gee, this looks like good water. <laughs> <laughs> Straight in there. And you had gone. You had, look that, and actually between between um, you two, it was very hard to keep track of you on the river, because <laughs> there were times where even on that walk back late in the afternoon, all right, we've got to get back to the car before we lose the sun. David gone. We're walking <laughs> over cliffs and gorges and no idea where Dave is, and then we hear this faint coo. <laughs> Which you don't know if that means I'm falling in a cliff, down a cliff and I can't get up. Don't come this way. Are you guys okay? Come this way. Come this way. Yeah. yeah, don't yeah. Come. It's just... It's a, yeah. So we're just going... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I couldn't hear because the wind was blowing the wrong way. But. Yeah. yeah, you're very hard to keep track of. I'm glad you bought the EPIRB, Ben. There's a couple of times where I thought I might need to use it. Well, I wouldn't have been able to hear you anyway if you'd <laughs> That's the thing. We get so spaced out. We have to come up with a better system. Maybe we all have to carry an EPIRB or something. Walkie-talkies, maybe. We'll tie a rope to each other or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe, maybe two ways would be a good idea. Yeah, two ways. There was a few times where we couldn't find... Like, you and Garen disappeared for a bit, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, look, there were some steep, steep gorges, and um, some of the... some of the You had to cross a deep part of the river, or you had to climb a gorge. And um, because I'd fallen in about three times, I thought, I'm going to climb the gorge. <laughs> so, um, but we had... There were some interesting moments on the trip on the river, yeah. and off the river yeah um but i'm glad you got that first fish on the fly on that first day everyone, everyone caught fish on the first day well and it, the thing was that second day became dave's project really didn't it mm. yeah. looking at google and saying this is where we're going to go in this is where we're going to come out i think we planned to fish about five k's of river yeah which was very doable yeah. on google <laughs> <laughs> as the crow flies <laughs> not as the 42 year old walks uh, I think my last words as we entered that gorge was, I'm not sure we're fully aware of the uh, enormity of what we've just decided to undertake. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the day... We were fully aware. The enormity was, yeah. realised, as somebody was spewing up beside the car. <laughs> was Tell us a bit about no, that, Steve. We'll, 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 no, I don't think, we'll get back to that. <laughs> um, but 
you, you definitely needed a good night's sleep before, which, yeah. well, at least three of us had. But we did have this little, um, I mean, this is a little <laughs> Airbnb shack in Adam it was, it was a good spot. It was, it was, it was close spot. enough to walk down to the Snow Goose, yep. have a few beers and a nice pub meal. Yeah. Close yeah. to the bakery in the morning for breakfast. That's um, another story. And we pretty much... <laughs> we pretty much just needed a place to crash. Yeah, we got we got and back this was to the good. Was a, Four of us blokes, two bedroom house. Uh, one, <laughs> there was one room with a queen bed. The youngest, skinniest guy. Your brother. Single got the room to himself with a queen bed. Yeah. And the three of us were in in a, in a standard room with a, a you know, queen. Two, a queen and two singles. Yeah. And somehow I lucked out with the queen. Well, I thought I lucked out with the queen. <laughs> <laughs> and you boys were. With the two singles, I got up. I got up uh, early in the morning and, and just just to get up and um, use the bathroom and look around the room and oh Ben's Ben's not in bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh geez, I've had a rough night snoring. Oh, he's had to leave. I felt so bad because he's had to get out of the room and he's sleeping on the lounge out in the. In no, the I've done enough trips with you to know that I packed the earplugs, so that was fine. It wasn't your snoring that was the issue. But you've been the night before you've, you've gone to charge your phone. Yeah, well, you've been rattling around with the power cords, trying to get your phone charger working, and somehow you've which managed. I did. To, well, no problem. No problem. <laughs> somehow you've managed to switch on my electric blanket, unbeknownst to me. And I was. You woke up at two o'clock. I was before then. I was, I was like in a stupor for about three hours, trying to get to sleep. And thinking, you know, I got a fever. What's going on? I was sweating like a pig. But yeah, I was half asleep, and you know when you're half asleep and you. You play it all out in your mind, and it, it always seems bigger than it really is. And I just thought, oh, I'll get to sleep. And I could not get to sleep. So, about one in the morning, I just thought, that's it. I went and crashed on the lounge and had a great night's sleep then. Oh, okay. Um, so, so, it was a good night's okay. sleep. But it, I, was, <laughs> I was sweating like a pig. So, whoever's washing those sheets, I hope they did a good job for oh, the next people staying there. We paid the cleaning fee, so it's their problem. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, oh, look, sorry, mate. I, but I did have a full. Fully fully charged phone the next day, which yeah. I was quite happy about. Well, and you needed it because the scenery, like we've already been saying, was magic. It was that that day we did we got the got the Google app and and we thought we'll we'll park one car here, we'll stick another car at the other end, and we'll we'll just do a through trip on the river. Yeah. And we could see from Google it was going to be gorge country. Yeah. Um, and we kind of had a new an idea because you've been down that stretch of river a few weeks ago with my brother, haven't you, Dave? Yeah, a small section of it we'd done. It was up pretty. Pretty high and dirty, but yeah, we had a look at it and thought that's going to be great. So. Yeah, and we'd been buoyed by the fact that the, the first day we'd, we'd caught some finglings, but we'd also caught some decent fish. I'd, I'd caught a really nice brown in, in one of the deeper pockets in some of the faster water and um, and a bunch more, yeah, some of that sort of really nice flowing pocket water. And so we were really keen to get there and mm-hmm. start hiking, and, and yeah. it was just magic country. Yeah. And I think by the end of the day, we might have fished 10%. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a lot. Oh, so much good water. Mm. And so we were already planning a trip to go back and maybe do an overnighter or two in there. Yeah. Take the bivy bags and camp in there. Um, but um, I don't know what angle you think you're going to camp on. It's a 45 degree hill. Well, no, that's why I've invested in a bivy bag because you don't have to, you can pitch it pretty much anywhere. Okay. Just find a space. Well, it's just the same size as you. Basically. How many people fit in that? <laughs> <laughs> One. <laughs> I'm getting cold. <laughs> One and no electric blankets. <laughs> so we, we, we're going to try and do a, a camping trip in there this time next year. Mm. And uh, because we think, we think the reason there's a lot of good fish out there was there was some um, pre-spawners starting to get up through the system. Yeah. 
and um, and that was really clear. What there was one fish actually we had a good stare on that first day. Yeah. It had a really nice color rainbow, and you could tell it was starting to get its spawning colors on. And um, and they'd sort of started making their way up river, and so it was just one of those trips where you just knew just every cast you're in with a chance of getting a good fish. I was astounded at the amount of fish I saw there. Mm. Yeah, I think they were really on because of the hoppers and stuff like that. Mm. Um, Which is funny because I kept pers- persisting with nymphs. Yeah, and. But you've got plenty on the nymphs. Too. Yeah, I've got plenty on the nymphs. And the second day I went dry dropper using my nymph rod and um, put a hopper on and got some fish on that as well. Yeah. Um, but the, your second day, like we said, you decided to leave the, the creek rod in the car yeah. and, and you were using my 9.3 dry dropper all day. Yeah, so so Garen and I went up ahead of you and Steve and we walked around the corner to start and Garen got into some pocket water amongst some boulders. And, and he was nymphing. He'd he was nymphing before, but yeah. I gave him a quick run down and had a nymph and gave him must be a nymphing run. Yeah, so I, I just watched him for a little bit and then went up to the pool above him, um, which was quite a big pool that ran out uh, down to his, his rapid section. And I was just um, practicing casting. I hadn't done much fly fishing, dropping this hopper in with the nymph underneath it and letting it flow down the bubble trail or whatever you call that. And uh, I was sort of nonplussed really. And then I saw a really large silver flash come up underneath it. It did a barrel roll underneath and disappeared and didn't touch it. And I remember my heart just stopping absolutely dead still. And me going, <gasps> like, oh god, oh my god, that was a big fish, <laughs> and I didn't touch it, didn't see it again. But I kept fishing that run for a little bit longer, and probably four or five casts later, a thirty centimeter brown came up and actually took the whole thing. I saw it take the whole thing off the surface. I struck nicely, just raised the rod, yeah. and it struck on, and away it went. And I, it went up and down the pool a bit, and. I'm screaming out to Garen down there, Garen, Garen, I'm on, I'm on, bring your net, bring your net, because I didn't have a net. <laughs> at least not yet. Not yet. You did have a pair of glasses, though. Oh, that was a, we, we should stop there, because yesterday, the day before, what happened? You, put, you found... Yeah, I found a pair of tonics. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, on the side of the river. So that was a score. So I, was, I had them on, yeah. But no net. No net. So you called out to Garen. Yeah, so Garen's, Garen's coming up. So he uh, came up and landed my first decent fish on a fly. And that's when I realised this was good fun. <laughs> this is really good fun. So yeah, yeah, it kept going from there. And I seriously, I saw and had and lost many multiple fish over the day. And yeah. And the vast majority of yours were hitting the dry, weren't they? Absolutely. On that second day, all of them. I didn't get a single one on the drop on the dropper. Mm. Um, don't know whether that was. I didn't try changing it. I didn't try um, like it might have been flying mm. too fast. Or it whatever was working. But yeah, and a lot of my fish were big fish. Mm. I saw a lot of good fish. Um, one one of the best ones was a big, big, slow, dark hole with a nice run coming into it, um, quite shallow, and then sort of a bit of a run in a grassy bank. And I snuck up to the side of that, and I cast out, and I hooked onto a rainbow straight away that was a decent size, and it jumped four or five times. Um, ended up getting, I think he got tangled in the dry dropper maybe. Yeah, that's one of the things that happens sometimes, yeah. they do tangle up. And then it took off, and I'm still learning, I'm holding the actual fly line really tight in my hand, and it just did a run instead of jumping, and it hit and snapped the snapped the line off, so I lost everything. But that same hole, I retied just a dry on the same um, happy hopper. <laughs> Dave's happy hopper? We're going to call it Dave's happy hopper. Happy we'll go hopper with that. Or a foster hopper or something, but anyway... <laughs> 
I cast that up and I let it swing all the way around until the fly line was directly down the stream. And I saw a, it would have been a three pound brown, I reckon, come up to it and it looked at it. And as it started to drop back down out of sight, I thought it's going. So I twitched, I twitched the rod, mm-hmm. you know, like a hopper sort of kicking its legs. Yeah. And it come back up and hit the lure, out of, well, the lure, he said, I'm still talking lures, <laughs> hit the hopper and took it down, but I pulled it straight out of its mouth because it was sort of facing upstream, I think that's what happened. Mm. But yeah, oh man, I saw a lot of good fish and I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> With the fly rod? With the fly rod. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, and look, I think you need a day like that to really get it in your blood. And you had you had a couple of really good days in the fly yeah. rod. It was yeah. really, but and look, it's got to be said, for someone that's never fly fished before, You've got pretty amazing stream craft and you were casting really well as well. You were turning the fly over, laying it down nice and gently. You weren't spooking fish, obviously, but you are getting plenty of eats. Yeah. Look, I haven't ever caught a fish before, but I have had a few casts and stuff mm. and practised a bit. Well, you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um, not not like you're a beginner fly caster. No, nah, no, no. But, um, yeah, I'll, yeah, literally, that was the first full day I've ever done fly fishing. And, you know, yeah, I, I think I might have to join the... The team. Join the team. Yeah. Well, there's nothing like um, checking out or even sighting a, a, a fish, casting to it, yeah, having it take you dry. Well, I was saying to Ben. It, that's a, a great feeling. You, and then once you've done that once, I think you, you get the bug. And, Absolutely. And yeah. I was saying to Ben, it'd be great tying your own flyer. And he said, well, you were getting excitement just for me catching yeah, fish on flies that you Absolutely. Tie. I'm tying flies and you're, you know, and I hadn't used that hopper before. I just tied them for that trip, but... Yeah. Um, I hadn't used them so yeah. I, I was you know it's nice to see them working and, yeah. and I'm, a, I'm a pretty amateur fly tire myself I'm a bit of a hack and um, I had on, on I had double uh, I was Euro nymphing I had one of the boys from Champion Flies uh, fly on the top you were used, we went straight to the thread fly didn't we because yeah. Ollie had won the New Zealand Championships with that fly mostly yep so I just went alright I'll trust that and then I put one of my um little pheasant tail things on that. It was a little Frenchy, wasn't it? A little Frenchy. I didn't quite have all the right materials, so I, I used what I had. And yeah, it was a little red collar, very, very slim, small hook. Anyway, I, I caught 50-50 on each of them. So yeah. I was pretty happy when... You hear that, did you hear that, Ollie? 50-50? 50-50. <laughs> I'll send some over to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it is, it is a, a great... Um, it's a sport that you just keep learning more and more and you keep building your repertoire and then you get into fly tying and then you... Well, I've, I've got to say, Dave's already said to me, and this was on the trip on the way back, he said, yeah. you know, he said, when you're tying next, let me know, I want to come around and start doing some tying, so... Well, I didn't hear that conversation. Well, that's a, no, you must have been snoring in the back seat trying to recover from your spew, which we haven't got yeah. to yet, but we will. Um, you make it sound <laughs> like... Yeah. You did have a little sleep there for a bit. I'd a little kip? Yeah. Recovery. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... I um I was fishing some of the flies that I've been tying and like you said some of those champion flies were just working magic as well so mm. um, yeah there's definitely something special about tying your flies and then getting your eat fish to eat those it's, it just takes it to that next level I think yeah um, we stopped for lunch the second day that was just a magic we we stopped at the bakery in the morning oh. got some pizzas and had the ladies in the bakery house <laughs> wrap them up for us and they were nice and fresh and. Um, <laughs> And we stopped at a magic pool. I put the drone up to see if I could catch a little bit of action shots. Garen was, I don't know if Garen hate, he was just, because he had a nymph before and he was getting plenty of fish on the nymph, so he just kept nymphing through lunch. Yeah. And I thought, because I'd carried the drone the whole day the day before and spent too much time fishing and 
didn't even bother putting it up. <laughs> so I thought, I'm going to put the drone up during lunch. And I have to say, drone has a name in our family. It's actually my late stepfather's drone. And it's not called Droney, but it's called Drowny because it's actually the fourth, um, it's the fourth drone that he's had <laughs> because three of them have been swimming. <laughs> they went AWOL and he, um, he rode away to the blokes that make the drone and said, look, and he kept getting replacement drones. So this was number four, um, Drowny. So can you make them waterproof for me? Yeah, well, like, they were still the same drone. Yeah. And they obviously still had the same problem because I put the drone up and was flying it. And I'm not an expert drone flyer by any stretch. But they're supposed to be in the air, yeah, not in the water. So you don't have to be an expert to know that. No, that's true. <laughs> and I well, taken, so I got some good footage, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. for an amateur. And yeah. um, and then, Dave, yeah, yeah. you're keen to get one for your boat. so Yeah, yeah, I want to get one so I can spot the king schools and stuff like that. So I gave David, but, but, but so we, mate, we're watching the battery. Yeah, well, let me ask you about that because... Maybe it would have been wise to not have your um, hot hot mattress electric blanket on all night, and you should have put the drone batteries on charge. <laughs> they were charged. They were charged. Yeah, they just... You handed it over to me, said, "Oh, let me just check the battery." Oh, yeah, thirty-seven percent. That's fine. Here you go. So I'm having a little bit of a play with it, up down a little along the river, and then suddenly, very quickly, it started beeping, going beep 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 beep, and it just took off. Well, and it just started heading up this river. Because of the battery was running down. So usually what you do is you hit the auto land button. It comes back to where it launched from. Yeah. But you're right. It just went about 100 metres upstream. It yeah. just parked itself. Heading for some trees for a start. <laughs> and then it come back down a little bit. And then it dropped. It just started going down, down, down. And you you could see on the screen, couldn't it, you? It disappeared behind some massive boulders. And I'm thinking, <laughs> where the heck is this thing? And you can see on the screen this white water and foam <laughs> from the river, like almost lapping the camera. <laughs> And we're going, oh, no. I'm just sitting there tying some tying some knots. And you're saying, Ben, I think you might need to go and get it. Well, it's, an, it's <laughs> now a family heirloom. So I'm thinking, Ben, <laughs> yeah. Ben, one metre off the water. I had my waders <laughs> off my shoulders too because I had I, I was, I think I'd filled up a few times and so I was about to empty my waders out. And I just started legging it upstream. You did. Through pocket water. And it wasn't, it wasn't shallow it water. Was it wasn't shallow, an no. easy run. It was a scramble, if that. And I, I, because I, I couldn't see the drone. It was yeah, out of the way of the boulder. You couldn't see it. And I could, I got there, leaner in the boulder. I could see it was still, still there. It was so hovering the, about the screen. The screen's flashing at me saying, "Emergency, slide to land." <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, I can't. There's water directly underneath it. <laughs> it's gone. If it's and then it's got the height. It's got 0. 0.4, 0.04, no, 0. 0.4 meters. Yeah, 0. 0.4. And I'm going, Ben, it's 0. 0.4, <laughs> and then Ben, it's 0. 0.3. And no, you can't hear me. He's up the river I running wish, like a madman. And I could just see it dropping, slowly dropping. <laughs> I wish we recorded that because oh. you were stumbling through that water. <laughs> went down like three times. I couldn't get to it. The last, the last pool that I decided to sort of hover over was a deep boulder strip yep. plunge pool, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, the water was ripping through there. Yep. And I'm thinking, and I could just see it 0. 0.4, 0. 0.3, it 0. 0.2. It got down to 0. 0.1 and it was about to drop. And I just launched myself completely underwater and leaned out and got I got it with one hand just so from my angle down the river about 100 meters I can see on the screen like the water getting closer and closer I look up I can't see Ben because he's disappeared into this pool <laughs> behind the boulders and then I see on the screen this hand come out <laughs> of nowhere and grab the thing and it turns off and yeah. I'm going oh yes he's made it oh, he's that got was... it. And over the boulder you just see this 
Yeah. <laughs> this helicopter being lifted up. Like, I've got it. It's like a Lion King. Lion King moment. Uh, I so thought you were going to then get washed down the river. Oh, it was it was a pretty hard flowing section of that river. But that was that was probably my greatest catch for the two days. I oh, think. I couldn't believe you didn't get a wet. No, and it's still working. I got it home and it's still working. Amazing. Yeah. Got the footage off. So, but we should have we should have had that on record. Although it would have ch- run the battery down a lot quicker and it would have dropped in the water. So I'm yeah. glad we didn't. But um, well, up and, up until that point, up until that lunch break, I think I was tracking pretty well. But it was very <laughs> clear to me after that I need to get into some fitness. <laughs> well, I think that lunch break we looked at the sort of because I had my handheld. We looked and sort of thought, how far have we got to go? And we thought, and I'm thinking, we must it must be the car must be around the corner. <laughs> Surely we've done six k's already. And me and Dave had a secret power and said, no. We've got to start legging it. We've got ages to go. Yeah, we've got ages to go. I had a funny feeling because I'm, I'm, I'm saying to Garen, I can't see anywhere where a road would come into this place. <laughs> <laughs> There's nowhere. And the sun's It was just Steve George the, country. Yeah, yeah. And it would have been maybe two o'clock by that stage. Um, yeah, and we probably still had three, three and a half k's of river to come up. So just to defend myself a little bit, I've got... I've, I've got old basketball feet and knees, right? I've lost toenails through basketball, not much cartilage on the knees. So a big day walking up and down boulders takes takes its toll. So three, four hours is, is great. But I think we were on, on that river for nine or ten. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I was walking pretty slow at that point. So trying to show river etiquette if you're at the back of the queue, <laughs> right? Don't walk ahead of the next guy and jump straight in on him. Walk ahead of everyone. Almost like cycling, you know. You come from the <laughs> back, and you, on, go to the front. yeah, you go to the front, and then. But by the time I moseyed on up to the front, everyone's like bang, and they leapfrog me again. So I put like three casts into a pool. I thought I do not want to be left behind. I know what Ben's like. I know what Dave's like. Ben, Ben will go. All right, let's go. He does one step to my three, and he's gone. And Dave, he's a bushman. He doesn't. He, he. It wouldn't matter to him if he got lost. He'd think it was a great adventure. <laughs> I'm like, we don't leave anyone behind, right? I'm like Toy Story. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, right, my, the rest of my day is this. I'll just try to keep a steady pace. I'll get ahead. I'll leapfrog. If they catch me up, I just won't be the last fisherman because they will go. We would never leave you. I'll get bitten by a snake. <laughs> They'll be gone. Ben's got all the safety devices. I didn't see a snake all day. I saw saw a snake all right, don't you worry about that. (laughs) What happened with that? Tell us about that. Well, with my strategy of getting ahead of you, I I went up. I went up a gorge, thought if I get up the top, I could put flat country on the ridge. I might get some flat country and I'll put some, I won't say Ks on them, I'll put put a couple of hundred metres on them and then I'll get some good fishing in while they catch up. Well... The country wasn't, it wasn't even snake country, I wouldn't think. It was so steep and rocky. It wasn't even a great, it was skinks and there was grasshoppers. That was it. And look, to be honest, it probably would have been impenetrable if it wasn't for the fires that had burned through there eight yeah. months ago. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. That's the only way we could see where we were going yeah. um, and, and get through the scrub. All the Melalucas had burnt out and you could, you could walk through it. Mm. Um, funnily enough, I don't know about you guys, but my, my cork handle and my rod was black <laughs> by the end of the trip from all the ash and stuff we were holding. Yeah. Them. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Ben. No, that's all right. Well, Garen's was the same. So I had three black cork handles so I scrubbing down, but yeah. they look not good. Well, right. I got up high, and then there was this little trickle coming down. I thought, oh, some water there. Oh, this is snake country. There'll be frogs in here. There'll be snakes. Anyway, as soon as I thought that, I, get to, I put my hand on a tree to go past this little narrow ledge. 
take a step. I've spooked a snake, a black snake. And as I've jumped and screamed... <laughs> can you could you the scream? I wanted to say... It's probably like that, but much louder. And I, I, ju- I have to stand up for this to show you. I'm sorry for the listeners. I jumped and stumbled forward, and I went down on my knees... And then my hands and the snake was underneath and shot out, <laughs> shot out the side. Like the Harbour Bridge, it went under. I was, the like, I was like the Harbour Bridge, and it shot off the other way. Surely I spooked. It probably hadn't seen a human ever, <laughs> ever. No. And um, and it bolted. And I tell you what, I I, I got home, and I'm still recovering from <laughs> bumps and bruises. And I I think I don't know what I did to myself in that moment. I know I fell in the river about eight times, but in I think oh man I've I've uh, I'm up the top, I've broken my shin, I've been bitten by a snake. Where the hell's Ben? <laughs> Where's Dave? They're enjoying the fishing down below. Well, and I thought right, where would a helicopter land? <laughs> <laughs> where would a helicopter land? If there I was no way. <laughs> They'd have to they winch out or something, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, it would be, be winched. I thought, oh, this is it. That's been a good run. It's been a good life. <laughs> I'm going to die doing what I love. I'll find these old waiters in a pair of boats. I'll die here or I'll be on the news. <laughs> Either way, pretty embarrassing. And, uh, yeah, so I did see a snake, absolutely. <laughs> I'm surprised that was the only one we saw. For the, I've just yeah, worked yeah. out why, that's why Steve didn't catch so many fish, mate. Yeah, because he wasn't. Was that the second day, he didn't get a chance. Well... Yeah. And look, the last probably the last four hours of that day, we did we we just walked and tried to pick the eyes out of the pools, and yeah. you know we got fish. I, I, that last day, hour and a half was just we were just legging it. Back. We didn't really fish at all until I got, you know, out of that gorge country. It flattened out a little bit, and I got a few more. Yeah. You know, I'm always one of those well, guys. Would I be wrong in saying you could spend three days in there? Oh, at least. Well, we're fishing. planning to, <laughs> and still not fish it properly. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just on that, boys, I think uh, I think what you need is you need a guy to manage the base camp. <laughs> I could drop you off at the start. I could pick you up at the end. Yeah. You could I'll drink fish whiskey the, out I'll of fish the, the start at the end. I could, I could keep the fire burning. <laughs> I think that's not a bad strategy. But think of the stories you'd miss. Or I could just literally get fit yeah. between now and then. I think that, and it's good motivation, isn't it? When you have days like that, you go, well, it's good motivation. And if we break it up, then they, we're not doing it. Yeah. It's hard. Oh, mate, I was blaming everything. My <laughs> boots are too slippery. My feet sliding around in these shoes. But would you yeah. do it again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just yeah. stunning country. The best, the best trips are the ones where you know people aren't. We didn't see a single person that no. day. Mm. The previous day we did. Although because... I did find a net. <laughs> oh, that's right. Dave, oh, you yeah, found a net. Yeah, people lunchtime. There, but yeah, well, I found Dave a net. We should yeah. put to good use in the afternoon, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Is where is that net? I've got that. I've, lo- I've lost the tonics though. <laughs> yeah, you lost the glasses the day yeah, after. Yeah, <laughs> I went fishing for bass on Sunday last Sunday, and um, they. Fell off my head in the bushes somewhere. So they do not want to be. They don't. I reckon. Them. I reckon they're like they're like glasses that are on this mission to see as much of the world as they can by getting on as many faces as they can. They're like on this little secret mission to get us to as many fishing spots with as many fishermen as they can. So. Oh, yeah, great. it was definitely a trip that will go down in the annals. I think um, we caught a bunch of fish. I lost three really good ones in that that day. There was one we videoed. It was just, and that was really early in that second day. Oh, that was that was big. I knew, I knew it was just magic water. I thought I've got to get, I'm, and I put on, I put on like probably eight feet of tippet past my side because I knew that there was deep, deep run. It was deep. I, I filmed the take because I just went, I was, stood behind you and went, "There's a fish here. I'm yeah. gonna film this." And um, it was like one or two casts, then bang, and your rod went down, and then it just went 
almost like a right angle shot upstream. Upstream, and when they go upstream, you know they're good fish. <laughs> yeah, it was good. And uh, I didn't have it on for long, and I, 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 it wasn't not the broke, just the hook popped, and I think, and then I lost another couple of good fish, and I think for me that was a lesson that my hook set needs to improve when I'm nymphing. Um, nymphing you're supposed to hook set sort of low and downstream, and I do mm. it, but not. I don't. I haven't formed the habit yet, and that's there's, there's not much time to think. It's no. got to be and so it was more of a traditional trout set on that, and it it just meant the hook wasn't where it needed to be, and and that one got away. And then another good rainbow later in the day got off, and then <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, plenty of fish still to be had. But that would have been really nice to land that one because that would have been a, a solid fish, mm. um, and that meant that Dave got the biggest fish of the day, or maybe <laughs> Garen, which I wasn't happy about. But Garen got a good one at the, uh, the last sort of third of the day, mm. um, got a nice one. Garen got, got fish consistently. Yeah, um, he pretty much every pool we sort of nymphed in. And it was like that. The last four hours, I just picked the eyes because we just had to get... And that was really hard to walk past so much good water. Yeah, well, even right at the very end, while I was waiting for a couple of others to catch up, I, I went to cast. Took off. <laughs> there was just a bit of a backwater in this pool, and I just dropped the, dropped the fly in there, and I was trying to sort my line out. And I got a hit as it was just sitting at my feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the fish up there wouldn't see too many anglers. Oh, I, there was one point I was approaching the, the river and there was a bit of tussock grass on the bank, and I just dangled my fly over. I had two nymphs on. I just dangled them in over that mm. and just walked them down in front of the tussock. Literally, I put it into the river. Yeah. And got hit bang straight away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. nice. It was nice water. Really was so, and it was not like only one style worked. There was there was I nipped pretty much the whole time. <clears throat> Dave got fish on the dry. Karen mm -hmm. hadn't mixed it up. You mixed it up. But yeah, yeah it was good. No, it was a magic trip. Magic trip. Well, like we said, we are definitely planning to go back and we'll break it up next time and try to fish it fish it properly because um, it's definitely a stretch of river that's calling us back, isn't mm, it? Absolutely. And um, we'll have to plan it out a little bit better next time. Although I, at, at no point did I feel Mate, like could you stop we weren't all bringing up about, Are you talking about the mattress again? Stop bringing it up. I will check the power cords. Is that you complaining about? No, it? I'm just I'm just saying we're going to plan the day <clears throat> and right. make it more no, than like like three days. That, if if it was still daylight saving, so only a couple of weeks ago, and we'd started a little bit earlier, we would have done it easy. Yeah, so but we still would have missed a lot of water. Of fish. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely multiple day day trips. Yeah. Oh, knowing what knowing it once now, we know what pace we have to. Yeah, yeah. Well, the plan was walk up a bit, Ben. <laughs> Don't fix it first. The, the, the plan was exactly what you said earlier today. We'd said we're gonna we're gonna pick a hundred meter stretch of river and just leapfrog each other all day up river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the problem is we start fishing and we just get no, so I'll absorbed. Get it's like I'm hitting fish. I'm not moving. Yeah. I'm staying. I've got to go. Yeah. So oh, anyway, well, I think we could probably talk about that one for a while. But yeah. oh, how's your hamstring, by the way, Steve? Because you pulled that on the way out too, didn't you? I pulled a hamstring, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Dave fell down a hole. We're not talking about that. <laughs> I disappeared. He disappeared, Dave, Dave fell this down. This tussock country. Down to his armpit. Walked along and this Sally Dave's gone. <laughs> he called out, hey, there's a hole there. Watch it. Do you know how I know, one, one way I know that I was not good, and yet you've mentioned vomiting a couple times. I think I was dehydrated. I sculled a litre of water and then it wasn't long before I'd vomited it back up. But the reason I know I wasn't good is my younger brother, Garrett, he was behind me most of that walk back. He would, his habit is to just heap stuff on you, bag you out. He'll remind me I'm older, I'm heavier, I'm balder. He would remind me that stuff constantly. 
He didn't say a word. He was genuinely and worried. I think he was worried he about it. He was concerned. Oh, and I, he was probably thinking, how am I going to carry this guy? <laughs> because otherwise he would be sticking it in, no problem at all. Yeah. But he didn't say a word, unless he, uh, maybe he was tired. Yeah, maybe. I think we were maybe. all tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we were. But that's, you know, and, and look, you, I got a call from you the next day, Dave, saying, yeah. I'm euphoric. Yeah, I'm I was absolutely still riding exhausted. the high. But that was... The body was aching, or, and you were tired, but I was still on this buzz from, from the trip. It was awesome. And that's why we keep planning the next one. Eh? Yeah. Well, I think you've got to go and pick up your young lass from work. Is that right, Dave? I do, mate. Thanks for dropping around, mate. Late shift. Yeah. So we better leave it there, fellas. No worries. Right, till Pleasure. next time. Till yeah, next time. Looking forward Dave to from it. the dark side. Yeah, welcome uh-huh. aboard. One of us. We'll have to come up with an official handshake or a welcome or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that to you. I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got to buy an expensive fire right now. <laughs> right. We know where you can get one. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Thanks for listening in to On The Fly with Meander Flyco. Don't forget to subscribe or check out our socials or online store at Meander Flyco. Until next time, tight lines.